Hi, welcome to It's a Crime. I'm Linda, and today we're going to be talking about the latest search for Gannon Stoke. Authorities have been searching north of Colorado in Douglas County between Palmer Lake and Larkspur for the last few days. Now, a few days before they announced this search, I did mention in this video about my thoughts and how I thought it would be possible for Tisha to go from Petco an hour out and an hour back. I also shared my thoughts why I think that. So first, I'm gonna go back to the timeline now, knowing what we know, and connect it to the search. And I'll give you my thoughts. Sound good? So on Monday morning, January 27th, at 10.15 a.m., Gannon isn't in school due to a reported stomach ache, as reported by Tisha. Tisha gets into the truck with Gannon. The neighbor, Roderick Drayton, catches this on his surveillance video and also reports in an interview that Gannon looks sluggish, almost drugged was his words. Now at this point, according to Tisha, he had cut his foot on the Saturday night from her newest statement. On Sunday night, he gets in trouble as per her video with Gannon in it and her text stating on Monday that he has to go to the doctor because of a stomach ache. So at 10.15, they hop in the truck and about four minutes later, they leave the driveway and drive a half an hour away to Petco at North Nevada. Ironically, there's also an Xfinity store right in the same complex as where Petco is, which is the type of surveillance that Roderick, the neighbor, had. I thought that was kind of interesting. Now at 11 a.m., Tisha is by herself in the Petco and she buys, according to employees, three dog coats. She's reported to keep checking back and forth from the window and employees reported that she was acting odd. Now I wonder when it comes to the three dog coats, because she has two dogs, I wonder if the sizes match what she bought for the dogs. I also wonder what type of dog coats are they? Were they more functional or were they more like the frou-frou, you know, funny kind of fancy stuff for the dogs? I don't have dogs, so I'm also curious as to is it a harness or is it just, you know, to keep warm? So I went to Petco's website and I saw something like this. And again, I don't know what she bought that day, but I was curious if there were dog coats that had harnesses, so I went to Petco to check it out. So I'm super curious of the size and the type of harness that she bought. So she checks out at 11 a.m. Now, 1 p.m., she goes back to Petco. So she has a two-hour window in between that 11 a.m. Petco visit and 1 p.m. Petco visit. And like I mentioned before, she has enough time to scooch out of town and come back so she can be seen at Petco. And I'm curious what she did that second time. Did she return items? Did she purchase something else? Did she come back and just look around so that she could be shown on camera? What did she do? And could this dog coat that she bought, could that have fit a human body? Could that have been used on a human body? All these questions I'm thinking about. Okay, now for the search. Authorities are searching Douglas County, like I mentioned, between Palmer Lake and Larkspur. So I dug in some more. Now, these are the two areas I looked at. I looked at Palmer Lake, and then I went north to see what else would be there, where it led to, and there was something called Raspberry Butte. 
but I did read they were searching just off Highway 105. Now, if you know the exact location, can you help me out and put it in the comments below? Because I haven't found that yet. I do know though, they said it was 35 acres of land. And just so you know, if you don't know how much 35 acres is, I did a little search and it was around 26 football fields, give or take. That's a lot of area to cover and they're doing a thorough job. So it's going to take even longer, right? I mean, I don't even know how long that could possibly take, but they have been a couple days now and they said they'll go towards the weekend. They also mentioned that just authorities are looking. They're not taking any more applications for volunteers and they said that it's only authorities that are doing that now no citizens and according to jackie kirby from the sheriff's office she said it's all kinds of terrain treat areas very rough terrain she said and she said also ravines that can only be accessed by rope so when i did my search as to how long it takes from Petco to Palmer Lake, it takes around 24 minutes via the I-25, according to my Google Maps. And I did that in the morning, I think it was 10.30 yesterday that I was researching how long it took. Now from Petco to Raspberry Butte is about 36 minutes via the I-25 and 48 minutes via the alternate route. So when I looked at Palmer Lake, I was kind of looking at, I don't feel like she would put him in water at all. I feel that's too obvious for her. Somebody would find him that way. She wouldn't want that. This girl's a hider. Towards the end of this video, I'll talk more about why I think that she's so much of a hider. I mean, you could be, you could be nodding your head already, yes, but I will share my thoughts with you. And she hides everything. She's far too devious and manipulative to just be putting him in water in my opinion. So I looked at the furthest point. I wanted to look in and around this Raspberry Butte. I've never been there. I just kind of looked and thought, huh, what is that, right? So if it took around 45 minutes to get there, she would get there in and around 11.45, right? 11 a.m. she checks out, she leaves Petco, she would drive about 11.45, the furthest if she took the slower route. So she would have to leave by 12.15 to get back to 1 p.m., right? She would leave at 11, get there at 11.45. She'd have to leave at the latest at 12.15 so she can get back by 1 p.m. if she took that alternate route. So she has 30 minutes to do something, right? And from when I was looking there, if she only had 30 minutes, that means she only has 15 minutes in wherever she's going, if it's a wooded area or whatnot, and 15 to come back. Doesn't give her a lot of time, but maybe enough. So my question is, is there enough time to bury someone? I don't know what the weather was like. I tried looking back and I think the furthest back it went January 31st and it said it's just above freezing. So I don't know because I know it was right before all the snowstorms happened. And but the higher up elevation you go, the colder it gets, too. So I don't know if that's a possibility, but I just find it weird about the Petco coats. Unless she just wanted to buy something, why don't she just buy some food? Why is it put pet coats, right? Could be nothing, could be something. When Jackie Kirby was talking about the ravines and the rope, I just kind of thought, I wonder if there's harnesses on that or if you know he needed to be dragged and maybe about him being drugged is an accurate description because how many 11 year olds have you known 
when they run to outrun an adult. Oftentimes, these little kids are super fast, right? Even five-year-olds can outrun an adult. It's crazy. So he's 11. He would be able to run, and maybe he'd be running faster. So maybe she, he had to be slow that day. And he would have to be in a lot of pain for him not to run, right? So now she returns to Peko by 1 p.m. Woo! Let's get that on camera again, right? So she has an alibi. Did she have the same behavior? Was she better or was she worse? Was her clothes dirty? Was she muddy? Was her shoes muddy? These are all questions I'm thinking about. Did she return something? Did she just say, oh, I think I forgot something and wanted to look again? Did she buy something? Now it takes another half an hour for her to get home, right? She leaves 1, 1.15 maybe, we don't know. She just, we just know she's in Petco by 1 and she's home by 2.15 p.m. Except Gannon's not with her. And people are saying, yeah, but there could be a shadow. And then Tisha decides to write a statement saying, there is a shadow, there is somebody there, blah, blah, blah. The only thing is, if there was and they gathered information, why did Al say she lied? And why did police officers say, this is the break we needed, right? So I wonder after she got home at 2.15, did she go somewhere after that? Did she make some phone calls? What phone calls did she make? And then I'm thinking about Gannon and how he has a phone. Well, did he text his mom on Saturday night that he cut his foot or his dad? Did Al talk to Gannon daily or his both of his children while he was gone away? Back to his mom because she said she talks to him every day. Did he mention the sore foot? Did, she, did he mention he got in trouble on the Sunday night as we saw in the video? And also did he let Landon know or Al know that he had a stomachache? Now, if Tisha took a selfie that morning as she states, and she took a selfie with Gannon and sent to Al, did she also tell Al that he has a stomach ache and that she was taking him to the doctors as she stated in her text? Now let's talk a little bit more about Tisha and my thoughts. Did Tisha have help? There's mention about a man. She even mentions it in a statement now. She said she, he was a runaway, but all of a sudden now, she mentions something about a plan to come take Gannon or somebody picking him up in a vehicle. There is no mention of that before, but now story's changing, right? And her story keeps changing in a lot of ways. And she's a woman with a lot of hidden truths, right? Hidden truths pretty much come out like lies. And let's rewind time a bit. She manipulated and lied and hooked up with Al while Al was married to Landon. Tisha was friends with Landon. There's the hidden truth, right? She manipulated and lied, Al. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And out takes two, but I'm talking about from her point of view. And she manipulated that. 
she was saying about her teaching and how people are talking about how she lost her license and this kind of thing and she proved to be lying on camera she also proved to lie that she was accidentally recording Gannon. It's not accidental to get into your phone, press record, and do the exact clip that you needed to find if you accidentally record it, right? And we can go on and on and on. All of it is one giant manipulation. And this is what I wonder. I wonder if the cops that are getting these over 400 tips, I wonder how many she made anonymously. Honestly, this woman is in true crime groups. She's tracking to see what everybody's saying, and then she's rebutting them. And I have a feeling Al, just a hunch, he doesn't see this side of her when he's home with the kids. I bet that's another manipulation. She lied about Gannon going to a friend's house, and she contradicted herself by talking about some other car and somebody must have come and grabbed him. And I mean, there's just, there's so many discrepancies, right? And I wonder if there is another person involved, but in this video, I'm talking, if she did this by herself, she had time. She didn't have a lot of time, but she had time. These are my thoughts. Let me know in the comments below what your thoughts are. Keep it clean, keep it classy. I'm happy to see your comments. Even if you have a differing opinion, no problem. Let's have a chit chat. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Click that notification bell because some people aren't getting notifications and I'm coming out with a lot of videos. Click that like button, share this out. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.